0: everyone very good morning good afternoon good evening welcome to our iso 27001 masterclass Cool. now in this masterclass uh it's a four-day masterclass so in day one we discussed about iso 27001 lead implementer what are the roles and responsibility of a lead implementer is we discussed about isms what is an information security management system what are the objectives of an isms and what is the approach to implement an isms okay now today we are going to discuss about the mission objective and strategies to obtain isms to go for an iso 27001 what will be the mission of an organization what will be their objective what will be their strategies okay Along with that, we are going to discuss about boundaries of an ISMS, implementing uh, ISMS uh, scope statement and implementation of an ISMS. Again, it's a step-by-step approach. So this will be our agenda, mission objective strategies, boundaries of an ISMS, ISMS scope statement and implementation of an ISMS. When we talk about an implementation. So first thing we need to understand What is the mission of an organization? What are their objectives? What are the values and what are their strategies? Okay, so based on that. We can create the policies for the organization. Okay, we can go with an uh, uh, achievement of an information security objective as per to your policy. Okay, so let's deep dive. uh, Let's understand what are these things so when i talk about uh, this uh, overview of an organization so before we implement anything we should understand uh, uh, this capacity, uh, we should understand how what what organization has been thinking okay what policy what procedures they have been obtaining for example uh, let me give you the same example of an info so info sector in uh, if i want to implement any uh, uh, this iso 27001 so before implementing i need to understand what info has been doing okay so first i will be getting an overview of an organization in order to understand the information security challenges okay so what challenges organization may face what will be their inherent risk okay so we will mark a, we will mark those segments uh, the segments okay so we will get the general information about the perspective of an organization Okay so it will help us to get better uh, this approach towards the mission towards the strategies that is the main purpose the main purpose okay so first is your mission mission is what the mission will going to justify and it is going to define the organization existence okay so what they are going to serve? as per, as reference to uh everyone uh, for example the organization has been holding to what what they have been providing what are the main agenda okay uh till what level they want to go so we are going to understand the mission of that organization then the imp- uh, this particular uh, strategies objective values we also call it as an implication of information security management okay now implication is what uh the general information security management uh, uh, we will going to aim or, uh, or going to support the organization to fulfill its mission okay because end of the day we are protecting we are trying to protect the assets okay now with the help of an implementation of an isms we can protect those valuable asset for the organization okay so therefore we align this organization mission with the isms Okay, post to that, we need to understand the value as well. Values are what? Values are your fundamentals, okay? Uh, which is going to give you the brief. Okay. So that what all members of the organization have been uh, influenced uh, by any particular behavior or by any particular individual or not. Okay, then we go with an implication again, implication of an information security management with the values. The values will be by choice, by profession, by security management okay so we are going to prioritize those policy, those, those policy in terms to evaluate those information security risk then is your strategies strategies is containing what strategies will be containing the defined sequence what action or what um uh, what action they are going to uh, take if there any implication or if there is any significant threat has been coming into the organization or to achieve the goals so, what is the step-by-step approach that will going to give you a good strategics form okay now when we implicate or when we uh, align controls with this uh, with the strategy so we choose the result we choose the point of an action depending on to the information security uh, strategies as well okay now based on this based on the organization mission strategics values what we are going to do we are going to determine the isms objective to implement isms we need to understand the objective of the organization which is going to improve risk management which is going to have help, uh, help uh, in most effective way to go with an information security again it is going to give an extra advantage as well okay now this implementation of an isms is going to improve your management risk it is going to improve your risk management as well not only that with the implementation of an isms it improve the effective effectiveness of information security man, uh, information security management and it will going to give an, an extra advantage okay the objective of an isms we will going to express that organization intend to identify the risk not only that they comply with the set of and requirement okay and based on to that they implemented the sms okay that was the main objective that was the main agenda for the organization okay now uh, when we uh, choose the objective there are a few things uh, which we have to take care of okay to the security objective we call it as a security objective first we will be um, uh, we will be very much consistent with the information security policy we will be measuring uh all the applicable security policies we will be taking it into an accounting as well okay whether uh this policy need to be uh applicable or not what are the security requirement what are the uh, uh how the risk assessment has been done how is the risk treatment plan is been obtained and that will be monitored okay again and again because we are going with a pdca if you remember yesterday we had discussed about the pdca cycle plan to check and act okay so what we are doing we are monitoring uh, this uh, all the comp- compatibility so when we are uh, uh, going with an implementation that need to be monitored as well down the line whether we are following the correct plan or not okay because every day there is a new challenge and this challenge can be uh, and there there can be an uh, particular risk to those challenges as well so what we have to do we have to go with a continuous improvement pro- program okay so that need to be monitored. further to that it need to be communicated as well okay uh, while doing and risk assessment we identified some problem and post to that what we are going to do we are going to share those report with the top management and top management is going to decide how this is to be treatment so for that we have a risk treatment plan okay so all this information need to be documented that is again the main thing when we talk about an implementation, implementation associated with the documentation. Okay. So each and everything need to be documented. So, organization will going to retain or will going to look, uh, will going to have all those documentation related to your information security objective. Okay. How it has been done? What it has been done? Okay. So, generally, we asked five questions.
1: Let's suppose implemented a policy. who what when where
0: how who has implemented this what has been implemented when is this when is this policy has been implemented where it has been implemented and how it has been implemented okay so when we plan to achieve any security objective for the organization so we should determine this thing what need to be implemented who need to be implemented when it need to be implemented where it need to be implemented and how it will be implemented okay so with the help of this what we can do we can achieve those particular areas now when we are determining this isms objective Okay, so uh, there are a few things which again need to be considered. For example, we ensure as an auditor, as an implementer, we ensure that uh, uh, we are compliant with the regulators, the regulatory, we are compliant with the legal department as well, with contractual obligations as well. Okay, Uh, we uh, inspire some confidentiality as well for the organization with the uh, trusted party that your information has been kept secret. We are not going to share any information as i am working as an external uh you can say external implementer i was been hired by the organization so we make sure that information is kept private okay and it has been protected as well so protecting the organization critical i said that's why we implemented this isms okay we make sure all the implementer make sure that information security is been followed and it is been monitored as well again it is going with an Improvement and program. Okay, so there is a response team who is going to take care about the any security incident, which can reduce the cost as well, cost of uh, any further information security incident. Because by default we have the set of a team who has been working on it. Okay, so all these things need to be determined when we go when we try to achieve the SMS objective. Okay, now next thing. First, what we did, we understood about the organization. Okay, what is the work culture of the organization? What are the process inside the organization? What are their mission? Uh, what strategies they have been obtaining? Uh, what are their objectives? So we understood about the organization. Based on that, what we decided, what we did, we understood. We we we, got, we are going with an ISMS objective now once we have that thing in place after that we are going to identify and analyze the business requirement as well that will be our next step okay now the organization is going to take this uh, this particular business into an accountability related to that what we are going to do or what requirement that organization is going to meet legal and uh, regulatory standard requirement market and internal policies okay now it is very much important to identify and take into uh, uh, take, take this uh, requirement into an accountability as well so the organization could not influence uh, uh, the implementation of an isms okay so they can make uh, or they must be including the risk assessment process as well okay in order to uh, in order to uh, analyze the risk in order to uh, identify the risk so what we what we are doing we are understanding the legal and regulatory compliance now what are this legal and le- regulatory the organization must comply with the applicable law as per to the state as per as per to the country okay applicable law applicable regulatory because in most of the country the implementation of an iso standard is again a voluntary a voluntary decision it's not a legal requirement if you want to adopt it yes you can go you, you can do it it's not a mandatory process okay so in such a way we have to cross verify those things in that case the law will take the precision they uh, they are going to view those standards okay so first we go with and control legal control regulatory control okay all this control all this requirement need to be uh, attached or need to be uh, identified okay if we are adding those controls again it need to be documented why we are doing this because we have to make sure that uh, it is coming under to the legal requirement okay related to information security there is a guidance as well guidance standard which is again giving you some identification okay so taking all things into consideration we are adopting this isms implementation okay next thing are your standards now organization must comply with the international standard and the code of practice as well okay as per your industry sector so when we are going with an implementation of regulatory framework, again it's a voluntary choice for the information security management point of view. Okay, so they will be becoming an obligant, um, obligations to the to comply with the risk. Uh, risk we, we uh, you can say if we are not uh, opting this standard, might be in possibilities we will be losing the certification in that case because it's a serious failure. Okay, so we have to obligate all those things then is your market now market as well market requirement okay now this market requirement is going to in, uh, include your contractual obligation that the organization has signed with the interested party if there is any breach of a contractual uh, obligation it may result to certain penalties as well okay the contract will be vo- uh, violated or will be voided. Okay, so it is going to be uh, the organization may face some uh, serious issue like uh, civil suit or some uh, some other damages. So market requirements are what market requirements are been uh, are are giving you some implicate rules for the organization. So the organization can fulfill uh, those uh, uh, rules or fulfill those requirements in order to conduct the business.
1: Okay. Then we have is your internal policies.
0: Now, this internal policies are what? These are your formulated principles, rules, guidelines, which we set. Okay, for example, to hire any particular person, uh, HR team, what they are going to do? They are going to cross verify. Uh, what are the requirements? Based on the requirement, there will be an interview. Based on the interview, the person will be selected, and after that, the roles and responsibilities will be aligned. To that particular person, background there will be a background verification. Now, this is what we created the policy, and we are following those policies. Okay, background verification, the hiring of a person who has been doing that hiring, HR team has been doing an hiring. Now, what for what things they have been following? They are following the strategies. Okay, approaching towards your uh, approaching towards a LinkedIn profile, approaching towards your other. Uh, this job profiles and from there they are collecting the information okay so we there is a set of and rule has been assigned aligned so in a by, by the they are going by the book by the rule not violating any particular policies okay and uh, and again without uh, involving into any uh, legal consideration as well that's why we have an internal policies okay we have an Principle. we haven't sort of a set of and rule the guidelines have been set Okay, so we look for uh, we analyze those guidelines we analyze those internal policies to identify to analyze the business requirement Once we understood about the business requirement after that what we are going to do We are going to check with the legal and regulatory Requirement Okay, now these are the major things which need to be monitored again. So in general, uh, these are your, you can say the desirable expect in information security work like your legal advisory to identify or to to analyze or to explain the security issues which have been involved. Okay, so we can discuss this thing with the lawyer uh, to analyze the operation more to analyze the network monitoring system so later down the line, um, the asset whether uh, whether those assets have been violated in certain, uh, certain privacy law or any uh, internal regulatory law of the organization, so they can give their input over there. If there is any uh, privacy issue, financial obligation, or corporate governance uh, set of end requirement, expert requirement have been uh, uh, have been used. So uh, while monitoring this thing, while monitoring the IT infrastructure, we can respond to that action okay so what do we have we have data protection now in several countries several specific uh laws have been uh, existing to cover or to safeguard your confidential data okay so definitely there will be uh limited controls as well presented uh, for the personal data for example we have gdpr general data protection regulatory in europe okay in the same way the security incident must be related to individuals who have been causing. So there will be a personal information. Um, now, this personal information, again, need to be uh, uh, subjected. OK, so it needs to be structured that how what is the identification, how we are going to go with an uh, identity management, uh, uh, this identity management security incident uh, related to an insecurity incident. OK, so therefore we manage all this uh, most appropriate measures to protect your personal data or to protect any particular information for the organization for the individual then is your pri- privacy now privacy is what it's again a compliance with applicable law again uh, with m- multiple uh, many organization will be choosing uh wh- how, what uh, how it need to be established how we are going to establish the policy related to your uh, protection or privacy so these have been uh, designed in such a way so, by def- uh, let's suppose there is an increase. Um, uh, there, there is an uh, again. Uh, there is a lot of an incident has been happening into the uh, a- a- into that premises. So, what we are going to do? We are going to increase the awareness program. Okay. So, uh, this awareness training program is, is been provided. Then we go with an uh, the legal and business. We check with the legal and business requirement. Okay. Now, how this uh, this particular. Uh, identification has been treated uh, what protection plan they have been uh, establishing so uh, it need to be clear when we uh, establish certain policies uh, and what other treatment plan the organization has been ha- having okay so uh, this will give you again a good picture uh, related to your legal as uh, related to your regulatory obligations as well now next is here is your computer crimes okay so as of now everyone has been connected with a device okay and our information has been stored into a device now that device is coming with a cost okay so that is an again an asset now that asset can have a uh, significant significant set as well now that set can come to an internet as well or physical as well okay so identify what kind of an threat will be there for that asset okay so we are using a laptop it is coming under to your computer crimes The set can be over an internet offset can be over and physical as well okay so damage can be devastated as well there can be direct financial cost or loss of reputation, or there will be a uh, you can say a multiple data loss as well because i am storing a lot of an information in my laptop okay and this is my office laptop and you can imagine if the individual person is uh has been associated with an accounts team and he has been uh, uh, taking care about uh, taking care about all the accountability of an accounts and all the crucial information has been stored in his laptop now you can imagine the damages if that particular device has been compromised okay so we understood, we understand all this architecture and based on this architecture, we implement all the necessary uh, countermeasures, okay? So what under to what compliant uh, under to what applicable laws uh, this particular, uh, this this particular legal and regulatory conformity has been coming. We, we, so we un- try to understand from an organization perspective so we can implement the policies okay then there is your digital signature nowadays in today's life what we are doing we are sending the emails okay so that email should be verified and it should be falling under the country consideration as well that email is been sent by the authoritative person so for that we add a digital signatures okay your electronic we call it as an electronic records for and safety purpose okay so again there is a standard iso 14721 which is giving a specific information related to your uh, system open archival information this is again a reference model so you can adopt those reference model to to uh, monitor all these electronic records okay to trace the evidence okay if there is any context which has been fa- failing or which we will which will be considered under to case under the case of uh, US, uh, you can say regulatory
1: so we can identify those failures
0: okay then we have is your intellectual property now intellectual properties are what again it need to be identified it need to be recognized as per your national and international conventions. Okay, so first identify the intellectual properties, and then go uh, and then protect those intangible assets. We call also call it as an intangible asset. So for a small or medium organization, there will be efficient uh, use of an uh, human intellectual properties, which is going to help them to go uh, go big uh, go big big. Okay, so intellectual property will be having uh, a great potential in terms of an uh, illegal protections as well information technologies we, we we say it as information technology so the goal will be to strengthen all this intellectual properties okay so if we want to add and control understand about the data protection of the organization how the data has been protected now under to what compliant legal compliant data protection uh, we we can adopt okay So this organization has been setting into which location based on to that location. We try to understand the legal and regulatory compliant for that organization. What are the legal and regulatory compliant for the privacy for the computer crime for the digital security for the intellectual property. If they are making an online transaction any electronic payment again in most of the countries there are uh, quite essential to. Uh, uh again uh, uh, there are uh, some legal standpoint in most of the con- uh, countries which is uh, quite es- essential to prove in the court that the customer brought this product or brought this uh the service or this service has been sold by the organization now um whether uh, uh how they are going to claim this okay or how they are going to go with and uh, uh satisfy those tax authority so again there there is a big difference between an electronic um, commercial and an trade by paper so and there is an electronic payment so we need to provide a proof as well if there is any physical damage or if there is any electronic damage okay so how the transaction has been done and somewhere the transaction has been done now when we are talking about a transaction it's again an electronic payment so that in, uh, that uh, that particular uh, website or that particular organization is storing the information, information of your card. Now, under to what legal and regulatory laws they have been storing the information? Is it safe to do a transaction or not? Okay. So identify those things. If they are having an, uh, this particular license to it, then only they can allow the transaction. If they don't have a license, they cannot do a transaction. So, multiple legal and regulatory confirmatives have been coming into the picture. If there is an email account, if this electronic payment has been handled by the organization. Based on that, there will be an implementation of the controls. Okay, then we have is your record management. All the records need to be stored somewhere, and how they are maintaining and updating all those records, all those activities. Is there any review system? So to review, what do we do? We do an internal audit. Okay, we cross verify all these records. Okay, now what I said, everything needs to be documented, and that documentation will be kept as and records. And why it has been kept as a record? Whenever there is an internal audit or external audit, so auditor can cross verify those records. Okay, what is the data protection plan? What is the privacy protection plan? What are the computer crime plans? digital signatures intellectual property plan electronic payment plan everything need to be documented so we can identify we can analyze all those documents where how they had adapted this uh, legal and regulatory compliant and how they are impl- how they had implemented the control against to this so once we understand about the organization's legal and re- uh, regulatory con- uh, this confirmative after that, we are going to determine some of the primary scopes. Okay, so uh, we also call it as in boundaries. Boundaries to apply the ISMS. Boundaries to establish the scope. Okay, so uh, there are certain factors as well against when we talk about uh, the primary scope. So there will be an internal external, uh, uh, the external internal uh, issues which which will be described. Okay, uh, if there is any interested parties again um determine those things okay uh how the business how the business it will be uh how this organization will going to is, is aiming to achieve the sms coverage okay what are the functions has been running what are um, how much resources are been used okay resources towards your it service software application any human resource management what are the facility management of the building physical zone okay uh other services Okay, so once we determine all those things into an uh, into the scope then we are going to check for the functions as well Okay, or is there any outsource uh, take uh, any outsourcing done by the organization or any part uh, or into any part of an organization again Include those information as well into your scope. Okay, so these are some mandate things when we go with an uh information security, when we go with an establishment of an information security management, for the organization or the organization adopted so there are certain uh this uh, mandate requirement okay so once we uh, go with an establishment of an isms again it's a multi-step uh, approach which need to be followed first is to uh, determine the primary scope then determine some uh, refined scope determine your final scope then approve the scope now this thing has been done uh, the approval will be given by your top management so we are going to present our documentation to our top management and once the uh, doc, uh, once this top management have approved the documentation after that what we are going to do we are going to analyze your internal and external environment now to analyze the internal and external environment there is certain methodologies to it so let me give you a quick overview to analyze the internal and external environment now What this practical advice has been saying consider that ISO 27001 does not offer any practical approach to analyze the context of an organization. The organization is free to choose the tool its team which has been most appropriate. There are several methodologies which is going to help uh, in understanding how organization has been functioning. Okay the important thing is to identify the characteristic of internal and external factor that will influence the risk management mission main activities interested party and multiple things so we go with an p e s t okay there are several modes but we go with the political economical social and technological source okay to analyze, to understand the strategic, um, uh, the strategic approach of the organization. Okay. Now this step uh, will not be, uh, it's not a mandate thing again, as it, as it has been written. You can uh, there are several methodologies available, so you can use uh, uh, those methodologies to analyze them. So we have some uh, frequency, frequent used model we go with. Okay let me name some of the models as well so we have swot which is known as your strength weakness opportunity and threat to analyze now swot is used to analyze okay all uh, we conduct this to analyze uh, uh, your organization strength organization weakness organization opportunity and its threat okay now this has been done for the purpose to formulate the policies to determine whether the organization should invest in the resources or not okay so they can take an advantage of an, uh, this opportunity. they can reduce the weakness they can face the threat okay so with the help of this your weakness will be threatened okay so we can seek those internal issues okay which is going to give an opportunity if there is any threat so we can face those threats. we can uh, we we can uh, secure our asset from those threat okay so we go with
1: strength opportunity Weakness and threat methodology. Okay. Now next we have is here TEST. Okay.
0: Political, economical, social technology. Now PEST will going to help us to analyze the organization market force. What is the opportunity in this following areas? Into the political area, into the economical area, into the social area, into the technological area. Okay, so some authors will be having two additional categories as well: environmental and legal. Let's understand those as well. Okay, so once we understand this, once we identify all this, uh, we can adopt any of the model as I said. So one is your short, one is your best. Then we can adopt. Uh, the five forces analysis, we call this and Potter five force and now this Potter five force analysis is go- will going to help you to examine uh the uh compete uh, you can say the level of a of uh, competeness as well so uh, by uh, employee five factor authentication uh we can analyze the business requirement okay so how is the business environment within the industry so there are five forces which is, which will be consisting uh c- containing some of the uh, intensity of rivalry against the com- uh, competitor so we can identify if there's any threat uh for my organization from those rivals okay from any particular suppliers or any al- uh, for from any alternative uh, products as well so analyze that uh those uh, external environment and then adopt any terminologies uh now uh, this is particularly for external environment now for an internal environment we try to understand the structure the main actors okay main actors will be your internal employees okay so understand the structure of your main actors and then define and scope related to this okay so we set a strategy we uh, go with and steering we go with an operation so there will be an uh, you can say a top management under to end top management uh, there will be other management okay and there will be rest of the employees so we understand about the structure okay so what how this uh how this organization is been structured okay so a reporting uh based onto the reporting base so there are the uh, divisions roles and responsibilities have been assigned let's understand the roles and responsibility based onto the functional structure of the organization their natural work of the organization okay so with the help of that we can identify the loophole into the internal environment now additionally to that we can add uh, we can have some control as well for example uh, termination policy if someone has been terminated on the same day their access will be removed if the access has not been removed again it's creating a major loophole okay that person can still access the data or the database okay so the access policy uh or let's suppose the uh, if i am leaving from an organization now onto the same day same thing same thing is going to happen HR team, what they are going to do admin team a and admin team what they are going to do they are going to revoke the revoke all the access okay so what controls they have been aligned what policies they have been added okay so, with the help of this, we and we try to analyze the uh, internal factor, and based on that, the policies or the compliant uh, or this particular controls will be added. Okay. So there are certain key factors, or we also call it as a key aspect, the, the governance, or you can say the organization structure, those and accountabilities. Then we have some um, uh, added policies, objective. So with the help of this, we can strategize what need, what uh, what can be placed to achieve them. Okay, the capabilities uh, we understand about the uh, terms of uh, resources. For example, uh, time, people, process, system, technology. Everything will be covered under your resources. Understand uh, the understand about your uh, information system as well. Okay, followed by who is going to make a decision if there is any particular. Uh, internal or external threat who will be the first responder who will be the decision maker okay so understand about organization culture standard guidelines models which has been adopted by the organization okay your external contract uh, contract member or is there any relationship with your external key factors so these are your key factors which need to be identified which need to be understood by the implementer or by the auditor Okay, so we also call it as an identify the key process. For the organization activity for the business process as well. So what are the key process? Uh, uh, How we are going to identify the key process by looking into the assets. Okay, assets inventory. Then after that, what we do? We go with a risk assessment. Okay, so which which has been falling under to a high critical area or which thing has been falling into a low area or low risk area. Uh, which we think has been falling into a medium risk area. So we identify with an inherent risk. So once the inherent risk has been identified, we started looking over to that high risk area. And based on that, we invest more time in that particular area. So the key process has been identified by looking at to the assets, all the the key assets for the organization. Okay, so uh, that will be done with the help of the identification of an infrastructure So when we talk about an infrastructure of an organization. What do we have. We have hardware. We have software network site, third party suppliers. Now hardware are what these are your physical component. Servers laptop printers. Softwares what These are the programs which is used to contribute for the data processing operating system. uh, Your uh, accounts of softwares. Post to that, we are using any particular teams, email softwares. Okay. Uh, uh if we are using any uh uploading tools, okay. So look for this. Uh, look, look for all the list of the software. Then is your network. Now network is used to for telecommunication. Okay, so these are the telecommunication equipment which is used for uh, physical connection, okay physical uh, connection for your information security s- information system. So we have routers, we have firewall, network cable, switches, bridge, okay? So what all network uh, uh, network tools has been used, okay? Network uh, devices have been used inside organization, get a list of it. Now, uh, where this uh, particular uh, hardware, software, so network devices have been implemented, the physical location that will be your site, okay where it has been operated where it has been taken place your office your server rooms your employee residencies or in into any security a secured area or into any air conditional area so that will be the sites which where the uh, where all these particular in, uh, these things have been placed then is your third party supplier now organization generally uh, provide a product to a supplier or they take a product from a supplier okay for example uh i am using a router now that means i am using an internet now that internet has been used by whom who, who is the vendor of that particular internet so again there will be a supplier okay there will be a list of an information about the supplier okay if there is any marketing agency where which uh, uh, we are taking a help again those those marketing agency will be in supplier now track identify those suppliers okay now with the help of that we can identify analyze those interested parties okay based on to the organization now there uh, there will be a management team there will be a board of directors so board of directors is going to um, uh, have this uh you can say they are going to give an approval uh let's go and have some uh, the marketing agency to market our business to analyze uh, uh, into a market where we are we are where are we have been standing so we can get more and more uh, this uh, resources we can get more business opportunity okay so go with your uh, the supply provider uh, connect with them okay uh, get uh, get uh, go strengthen your uh, public profile okay uh share this information with your st- uh, stakeholders now stakeholders are the person or in the organization uh uh directly they are going to uh, they they have been affected with each and every control they are the person who is going to give a decision as well for all the activities okay then uh, um, uh let's suppose we are adding the third party suppliers so who is going to give an approval who is taking Who is going to take a decision your stakeholders is going to take a decision then we have your customer from whom you are adopting this particular resources okay now once we have all this information then we identify and analyze your uh requirements for the third interested parties okay now uh, who is going to do this? We have a separate project team okay or you can say the implementation team uh they are going to identify the interested parties their requirement okay. What are the set of requirements have this there any map uh, for this uh, uh, interested party reply uh, the, uh, interested uh, parties' map relations okay or any correlations with the map so there will be a monitoring as well related to the shift related to the uh, this particular uh, requirement okay so analyze all those cap and then after that what we are going to do we are going to define a scope of it okay now till here what we are doing we are understanding the organization okay once we have the complete information about an organization then we are going to derive a scope scope for the implementation of an isms now what is an scope the major question comes over here what is an scope from day even we have been talking about a lot of n scope so, as a small definition has been given onto your screen, a clear definition of a scope focusing on the key activities of the organization. Okay, it's an important success one factor for the ISMS implementation. Okay. So it will be easier to obtain the management support, mobilize the interested party for the project, and justify the added value to the interested parties that is what your scope is okay so by defining a scope what we are doing we are going with a continuous monitor uh, continuous adopting mode okay we are understanding the mission of the organization it will be very much easy to obtain the management support and the interested parties commitments as well okay so there will be an applicable areas where we are going to provide uh the information to the interested parties if it is not matching uh to to that uh the value is not matching with the interest uh do those in uh, do those in, interested parties so we are not going to add the control we are not going to implement uh the sms in that area okay now this thing need to be cleared at, at first when we are going with and defining the scope for the organization so for example there are 2000 employees and 30 division okay so now i have the information i have the information that organization is having and 2000 employees and there are 30 division uh, inside this organization now it will be very much easy for me okay to uh, to have an uh, understanding about the division already they had given me the list about the 30 division 30 division means dear uh, process which has been running internally okay now there are 30 processes so along with that i have a documentation of all the 30 processes i have the information about all the 2000 employees okay so this is what this is the scope given by the organization okay now when we go with an implementation what we desire we derive a scope okay we derive an architecture where the ISMS need to be implemented, in which part of an organization or to an whole organization. So scope may cover full area or scope may cover the specific area as well. So there will be and no overlapping into the first step. Okay. So once we have a clear picture where we need to identify where we need to go with an implementation. After that. We are going to set ten boundaries. Okay, so there are some activities which we do into and defining the scope. Activities like defining the organization boundaries of the scope, defining the uh, information security boundaries. Then we have physical security boundaries, and then we go with an ISMS scope. Okay, so when I'm talking about boundaries of an ISMS, okay boundaries for information system physical and for an organization there are three dimension that need to be considered first is your information system boundaries okay so over here what we do we do an identification of information resources okay we define the security boundaries for the system the organization will be having what will be having a fact for going uh, for considering certain flexibility in determining all those boundaries okay for example uh, the median application or general supports okay so uh, the, this particular information resource will be containing your information related to all the resources associated inside the organization like your uh, uh, personal information uh information related to your equipment information related to your budgeting okay information related to the technology which has been used okay related all the things now consider now understand in one process how many information systems have been used now that will be coming under to my scope okay so we are doing an implementation into one process okay so in that process how many devices have been used let's suppose there are 50 devices along with 50 devices there are 50 employees okay along with that there are uh, two server rooms okay so this will be considered as your information system the equipment which has been used in that particular process okay now once we have the list of it then we go with an Physical boundaries now physical boundaries of the system. Okay, like how the this particular 50 devices have been connected, where they have been connected in what parameter they have been connected, which firewall has been used in which building in which city. Okay, so what are the physical security boundaries to secure those particular Information system. Let's suppose 50 laptops in one process. Uh, 50 laptops have been used in one processes. Now where this laptop has been placed into one building? How that building, how that particular building has been secured? There will be a physical security. Okay. So what we had, what they have implemented? A control is been implemented. CCTV camera, physical security guard, access control. Okay. With the help of this this particular devices are make sure they have they have been uh, safe and secured okay so these are your physical boundaries understand get an information about those physical boundaries so we can implement a control a step-by-step approach location okay database where this information is getting stored the 50 devices is storing the information where into some database again it will be coming under to a physical boundary the database has been placed where into some premises logic uh, your logical borders okay then is your organization so there will be two approach to define the boundaries uh, for commonly uh, binding so there is a realistic a realistic approach to adopt or to define the boundaries uh, used uh, used by the user themselves okay so uh, generally we go with a common approach in that case we have a program manager who will be choosing the boundaries to uh, reach to the analytical objective so the geographic we call it as in geographical boundaries the office of the organization okay uh, then uh what time the program need to be used to run uh, uh where this desktop has been programmed okay so all these practical methods have been adopted by the organization to set some boundaries okay now to define some of uh, this organization boundaries we go with uh three four process first a key process then the department then the whole organization and the organization and the stakeholders okay so generally uh we considered uh, uh we we, uh, we go with an organization unit, uh, unit that means your department service project and subsidiaries all those things uh, which we'll be covering under to your first point. Then we have is your organization structure, roles and responsibilities of the managers. Okay. What are the business process? We have uh, uh, multiple processes inside it. We have sales management, we have procedure management, we have a hiring team. Okay. So all this need to be determined for so we can have a planning in place. Okay. We can set some uh, boundaries for at the organization level. Uh, uh, there will be a manager for an HR department, there will be a manager for your uh, sales department, there will be a manager for your uh, process department. So connect with them, understand how these things have been working. So we can add a add, additional security level to the all this department. Now once we have, um, we understood about uh, information system. We collected the information related to your physical security system we collected the information related to the organization security system then we are going to define the information security boundaries now quickly have a look into the picture now all the system component need to be taken into an account so this focus is not uh, to be limited to your hardware component only okay now, in terms of your information security boundaries, all system component should be taken into an accounting. Okay, there will be no limitation to the hardware such as your server, such as your, tech, your telecommunication equipment only. Okay, so the technology will be containing everything. Okay, so there will be a boundary for information system uh, which, which has been particularly defined. For example, network. So in network, we are going to consider internal network wireless network then we have is your uh, operating system which operating system has been used by the organization whether it's an uh, windows operating system linux operating system okay then we have is the uh, application what application is being used any software management uh payroll application any uh, utilities any database application any crm is been used okay uh, then we have is your data where what type of data you are storing customer record media record uh research and development information okay then we are going to understand about the process considering the process that uh, uh, what type of and uh, uh, how how the transportation has been done okay how the process has been informed then is your telecommunication uh, com- uh, tele- telecommunication equipments like uh, routers firewalls now all this information system okay supporting uh your business now this need to be listed okay uh this need to be included into the organization boundaries often scope now what we have done we had defined the information security boundaries now after that we are going to define physical security boundaries as well now physical security boundaries uh, will be for both internal and external okay which will be including your uh, internal and external security for the, then the ISMS will be uh, taking into an accounting like your sites. OK, the location where uh, we are going to do an implementation in that case, is there any outsource physical sites are there are, are, are need to be considered? Is there any service management uh, service agreement they have been considered? So it is very much important uh, for 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 the auditor to the interface of an isms where this isms need to be uh, is, is been applicable they are related to your service level agreement in case there is any outsource of physical sites okay uh is there if there is any data processing center which has been outsourced by the organization again that will be considered the geographical location okay where it has been located where the center has been located if it has been owned, owned by the owner or not okay so once we have all this information then we go with a definition of defining the SMS scope now when we define the isms scope there are certain okay so there are uh, key points which need to be included first point will be your key characteristic
1: of your organization then your organization process then roles and responsibilities related to isms okay list of assets list of
0: information system okay and the detailed reason for all this information that means your documentation after setting or after having the boundaries uh, defined then there are different components in the scope which need to be integrated and this integration need to be documented as well so what we are defining now, we are defining the scope based onto the boundaries of an ISMS. So we have an information related to the information system where this particular ISMS need to be implemented. Okay. What is the process of an organization? So with that, we collected the information and we set up and step by step approach implementation of an ISMS. Okay. So based on this, we set up a uh, uh, we, we we set up a uh, this scope key characteristic of the organization what is the organization process okay who is the responsible person behind to that uh process okay so there are 50 process so uh for 50 process what each and every person has been uh, taking care of who is the key manager for all these uh, 50 processes okay so those are responsibility uh, related to them. Then the list of an asset, we have an asset inventory. From there we can add, uh, we can add the control. Then the list of your information systems, list where need to be, uh, where uh, this implementation need to be done, and this need to be documented. Once we have all this thing, once everything has been set. So what we are going to do, we are going to share the information with the top management. So this is the scope is been defined. Here is the list of the information. So we can go with an implementation. Once we submit the documentation with the stakeholders or with the top management, now top management, what they are going to do? They are going to go with an approval of it. Okay. So we call it as a scope of an statement. Now, once the scope of a statement has been submitted, okay, then we wait for an approval. Now there is again one more thing. Okay we submitted the scope after that approval has been received now before going with an implementation we missed or let's suppose we by mistakely missed some key process to add into that particular scope we cannot change the scope and go with an implementation if we are making any changes into the scope that need to be evaluated again it need to be approved if there is change in scope that need
1: to be evaluated after evaluation it need to be approved and after that it need to be documented as well
0: okay so again new scope will be defined and approval and it will be sent for an approval to the top management Okay, and that will be stored
1: as a document.
0: If there is any change into an SMS scope, okay, or change into an existing scope, so we follow this thing. If there is any extension into an scope, if we reduce the scope again, we need to follow the same process. There are multiple cases when organization prefer to define uh, to reduce the scope in that case uh what we are going to do again submit the new scope to the top management then there will be an evaluation then there will be an approval and then there will be a documentation my why this thing need to be documented why this need to be again evaluated and approved so if there is any extension okay so where, uh, for example, if an organization has, op- has been opting for a certification now during this time, if they don't keep this document, there will be a high risk area that organization may lose the certificate. Okay, so it's totally a responsibility of an organization. So if there is any inclusion into a scope or if there is any exclusion into a scope that need to be documented. Again, it uh, it need to be evaluated, approved, and it need to be documented as well. Now, uh, let me give you a few pointers as well uh, before uh, before uh, uh, going with an implementation. So, as of now, what we have uh, understood, we understood about the organization, we understood about uh, the boundaries of the organization. Okay, where uh, this ISMS need to be implemented. Okay, so we defined the scope. Now, after defining the scope we gone with an approval okay approval has been given okay let's assume approval has been given by the top management and after that can directly we can go with an implementation okay so there is one more thing which has been coming in between to an implementation after the approval okay so that will be your reviewing system if we want to go with an implementation approach okay we have the complete things Okay, we have the SMS code. We have the approval. Now there, we, there will be an implementation, uh, implement uh, of an operations. Okay, how you are going to be document all those things? Okay, if you are want to implement a control, who will be the communication channel in between? Whatever controls is be, is going to be implemented. How the uh, How the uh, this awareness? will be given to each and every employee so we have to keep that plan ready as well before going with an imp- implementation okay so before going with an implementation we select the controls we select the communication path as well communication channel as well so what controls is been implemented where it has been implemented connect with that particular uh, manager or that's a particular you can say Key process manager let's give him an information about this new control so he can set a plan ready so uh, there will be an awareness training program in that department okay so this name this thing need to be documented as well so once we have that information once we have that plan ready after that we have one we have to make one more plan ready the plan for your internal audit so first we define and establish of an ISMS. Then we go with an implementation operation of an ISMS. And after that, we go with an monitor. Okay. How it has been monitored with the help of an internal auditment. Okay. So we monitor the we monitor all the countermeasure. We analyze the control. We analyze the evaluation as well okay so this internal auditing, regarding to an audit or to an lead auditor we are going to discuss into our next class in detail okay so as of now we are simply understanding the process the process for the implementation and process after the implementation once this control is been implemented after that that need to be monitored as well into a continuous mode OK, and who is going to do this here? your internal auditor is going to do this. And after once the internal audit um, uh, create a report out of it. that report need to be submitted to your. Top management and what what top management they are going to do, they are going to review it. OK, so why they are going to review so we can maintain and
1: improve. If there is
0: any particular non-conformatives so there will be an continual improvement so this is how the process works for an auditor if it is an uh, lead auditor if it is a lead implementer now one more thing
1: when we are discussing about a scope okay so there are 93 controls in total Okay,
0: so it's totally depending on to business. Or to an organization after looking it to the structure. Of the organization after understanding the business of an organization the out of this 93 controls which control need to be adopted. Or which control need to be. Not adopted. Okay so for this let's suppose out of 93 controls we are adopting 50 controls and we are not adopting the rest of the 43 controls okay so what we do we present a statement of applicability soa in statement of applicability we give a complete information about the Clause that which class which particular control is been in uh, uh, what is that control control number control name okay then the scope under to this scope we are adopting this particular control okay the control has been added so this information has been presented into your statement of applicability if we are not adopting the control again We have to Give a reason why we are not adopting and that reason will be given into your statement of applicability Number of that control name of that control why that control is not been adopted Let me give you an example So in many of the countries, uh, your background verification it's not a mandatory requirement. okay so at that point we cannot uh, let's suppose it's not a mandatory requirement so that control will not be eligible in that particular specific region. okay So why we want that control in place? So if there is no background verification that means we are not adopting the control for a background verification so give an information there is no background verification required so we are not adopting this control so if we are removing it we are not adopting again we are presenting an information in 2020 2021 until 2022 many of the organization has given a permission to work from home okay work from and remote now they have been asking all the employees to come into the premises the work from home has been uh, eliminated now uh, there is no work from home policies now again no remote working policy okay every employee has been coming into the premises and working from that premises so revoking this particular control okay so we don't want this control again give an information into your statement of applicability no control has been adopted we haven't we removed this control Present it into your soa okay so after having a scope after after having a list of and control we go with an soa as well okay so security policies define a security policies then go with a risk management and then present your soa now this is what this is your documentation okay the documentation of the record which have been stored into the premises and onto the base of these if there is any internal or external audit so they can review all this document when we go with the identification or when we analyze the internal external uh, environment we have we want and resource as well isn't it okay so if you want to do an implementation so we require some resources resources as in to work on that project so we required a people an implementer or auditor to work on that project now that person need to be eligible as well he should be having the uh, necessary uh, knowledge regarding to an implementation regarding to your uh, auditing okay he should be having the uh, uh, knowledge regarding to your information security as well because we are talking about an information security okay information security management system he should be having a basic understanding of it so what controls what additional things security things need to be added okay the second uh, is your uh, particular second thing will be your uh, the information or the data to be provided to that person so he can um, the, for example if i i was been hired as an external auditor or as an external implementer by your organization so your organization is having a resource now now you are going to give me an information information about your business information uh, about the data after that the uh, the equipment will be provided so i am bringing my laptop that laptop need to be connected into a, a network okay so additional to that i require some of the tools as well so they are going to provide many equipment then they are, uh, you can say icts will be provided information communication technology systems okay transportations will be provided your finance will be discussed after that the partners or the suppliers regarding to that will be discussed so this will be dis- determined when we go with a resource for the SMS implementer okay so there are certain things which organization i will be considering after that the project plan of an isms will be discussed. Okay, so how many resource What cost? What will be the delay? What will be the risk? What will be the guide for the project plan? Okay, now as we discussed yesterday, it's not an overnight process. Implementation of ISMS is not an overnight process. Generally, uh, it takes six, uh, between six to twelve months to go with an implementation. If you are opting and faster uh, this uh, your, uh, fast track approach then again for that also seven to twelve weeks seven to twelve weeks has been required again it's in condition particularly if there is a small organization or uh it's in small scope is been bounded then only you can adopt the first pace approach okay so uh there are a few initiative uh uh re- related to the project how many resources will be required for this project what will be the cost for this project okay if there is any risk related to this project how we are going to manage those risks so a complete guide will be presented or projected by the implementer so we keep a record as well writing record for any assumption which will be made during and planning we keep a track as well of the decision made by made by the stakeholder or made by this particular implementer. Uh, again, that uh, we, if we have a record, we can present it as a justification behind whenever it has been required Okay, uh, we conduct a project review uh, Which includes uh, your scope which include your content which include the data as well We provide a certain benchmark uh, to measure the progress of the control to measure the progress of the project as well Okay, so uh, when we talk about a project plan um, so there are a few things uh, which will be included into your project bank uh like your uh key person key risk area uh your uh, references cost time performance will, will be measured estimated cost project start date project end date okay uh work breakdown structure we call it as nwbs uh we formulate everything and give a uh, presenter uh, this particular content in front of, front of your uh, top management okay uh under uh, the uh, project character inputs given by the top management okay organization charge risk management plan okay so we are not going to do and this risk, risk assessment okay so this man with the help of a risk management plan we are going to understand on what basis uh, this organization is doing and gap assessment okay so we review all this uh, project objective in order to uh, this particular uh, uh, to success the factor we review the proposal method as well we estimate um, the necessary structure to we review the project documentation after we review all the project plan then we go with an implementation okay so this is how we start with an implementation and implement the isms into the organization so there are a few things which need to be uh identify first uh is your understanding of an iso why this uh, organization want to adopt particularly iso 27001 okay, okay. then what will be the loans and re- responsibility of a lead implementer okay so um uh, understanding the roles and responsibility based on that the person will be hired or the person uh, task will be provided To that particular person, then uh, that implementer is going to understand about the management system. He is going to understand about the system standard as well. Okay, so why this organization go want to have an implementation of an ISMS? What will be the benefits of the implementation of an ISMS for the organization? Okay, so there will be a defined path first to establish, then to implement, then to monitor, then to maintain it the sms so when we go with an establishment of an isms so uh, there will be a deadline okay uh, we need to understand the mission the objective the strategies then we set up in boundaries uh, where we want to add up this uh, where we want to have this implementation of an isms we define a scope and then we start with an implementation